Hello and welcome to the Appetence Family Podcast. My name is Amy Polinich and I'm the creator of Appetence Families where I help mummers to live simply, birth simply and parent simply. In this series, I discuss with my beautiful Appetence mummers their birth stories in attempt to expose the real and raw truth about birth and bring light to a wide variety of birth experiences out there from natural vaginal births to epidurals, cesarean sections and home birth and everything in between. Welcome to this month's birth story with one of my best girlfriends from high school, Laura Anderson. She talks about her natural labor that went into almost immediate hyperstimulation, which is where your uterus is contracting too quickly. And she sort of talked about how it's maybe not always the better side of the coin to get. And I know lots of women can want these really quick labors to get it over and done with. However, it's really interesting hearing Laura's point of view being one that had experienced a really quick labor. We also talk about her experience with mastitis after birth and how that affected her and her uh, breastfeeding journey. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me on the Appertons Family Podcast, Laura. That's okay. It's all good. So, Laura is one of my best friends from high school. We've known each other since I think we're about 10. And here we are at 25. Laura's just had her first baby, which is super exciting. And um, I'm really excited, even though I've definitely gone through this whole experience with you of your birth and pregnancy, and I'm really excited to get your story out there because I think it's just another perfect variation of how normal and different birth can be. Well, firstly, I'd like to say thank you to Amy for being Mm. the most beautiful friend and (laughs) being so supportive of me through my whole pregnancy. No. You're (laughs) Um, welcome. Yeah, I had many, many questions for you along the way. And I think I was very lucky to have you because a lot of people don't. And plus with coronavirus, I probably missed out on a lot of, um, you know, normal classes and things to go to. So yeah, it was very handy to have you around. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was obviously my first baby. So big new experience. Yeah. I, um didn't really know what to expect of your stories and everything about how it's all going to go, but I suppose you just have to go your own way and yeah just it just go with the flow basically yeah. I think that's how I took it from the start was just take it at each day and yeah see how it went but um yeah yeah no I generally well I live a very healthy lifestyle yeah all the time even before I was pregnant so yeah I think I took pregnancy pretty well I was pretty yeah. healthy through the whole thing and um yeah I stayed active. I worked out pretty much every day. You were still at the gym and everything. And I remember hearing you. I was like, really? Are you kidding me? <laughs> but, You're like, is this okay? As long as your body feels good doing it, go for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I just kept going and I was just, I only did what I was comfortable doing. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so. Actually, what might be interesting, can you give us a, a little insight into like a brief workout that you would do while pregnant, especially like in the later pregnancy when you had a belly to work around and things? Um, I'd still do, I'd walk every day. Yeah. Every afternoon I'd go for a big walk. So that was like a, like a given. But um, I would do still kind of like um, high intensity workouts. Yeah, okay, cool. I suppose you'd say, but not, no jumping and, you know, high impact things. It was yeah. more... Um, yeah, just like circuit training. But then I also actually did do a lot of, um, like bar and Pilates. Yeah. Those type of classes and things. And, um, I went through Amy's course. 
because when uh, we were testing that yes. out, so then I did a lot of the like body balancing things that yes. um, you were telling me, you know, and showed me to do. So I did Absolutely. that. That was on the regular. I did that every day. Yeah, you you were so good. You were so diligent at doing that thirty minute workout every day. That if I, I just found that if I, you know, didn't do it, I don't know. I just I I felt. I felt better in myself for doing, getting moving and yeah. doing a workout each day. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I work, I was like heavily into it before I was pregnant. So it wasn't really much of a change um, yeah. to keep going with it. Yeah. And um, as I did get bigger, I mean, I could still pretty much, I didn't get very, like, I wasn't big, big. I you weren't. Say. So I still could do probably quite a lot. Yeah. But then I suppose right towards the end, like end, I was probably just, just walking. I did just yeah. basically big walks every day. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I think, but mind you, I think I still did a workout at like, yeah, pretty much, pretty close. Yeah, to when I actually gave birth. But um, so you would be doing like, um, like squats and arm sort of stuff, yeah, and that. Yeah. Would you be doing any ab stuff? Like, no, I wouldn't say yeah. I didn't do any abs. Yeah, cool. I and I, you can tell, like I felt it. If I was even close, my abs come into it. It was yes. like it didn't feel comfortable at all. So. Good call. Yeah. So you just veer in the other direction. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Really interesting. And yeah, I do remember I did modify my course a little bit, but we were doing every single week yoga and education and Tom was there on the zoom as well and it was so funny yeah, that was we had, great well because yeah because I live away so it was all online yeah, yeah 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 so that was really fun um cool and how did you experience your antenatal period pre- preparing for birth like even mentally so with education and stuff how'd you go I with think that mentally I was just like tried to just stay as relaxed and stress-free as possible because I yeah. didn't want to work myself up a- about it um but yeah. I did read a few books yeah. I can't remember exactly. That's fine. But That's fine. Yeah, I did read a few books and um, just to like, just general stuff, just to sort yeah. of be like, you know, you sort of hear stories and you sort of sort of understand what's going to come. But yeah. I think the books help you just like maybe take a few little tips in and things like that. Like there was one book I do remember was just even settling tips. Yeah. Or, you know, things to try if, you know. Yeah. The baby's going crazy and you don't know what to do. So yeah. those sort of ones were good. Um, so parenting type yeah, um, just topics. just sort of yeah. like if just settling, I think as a, yeah. for newborns, and that was a that was good. Um, but yeah, and obviously I did your course. That was pretty much the main thing because, like, cause I couldn't go to proper um, antenatal classes and yeah. Things, did you so. go to antenatal no, I didn't. classes? No, I didn't do any. Yeah, cool. they they did have the option to, but they were um, online. Yeah, as a video. Yeah, I think that they filmed it, but yeah. I just went into it, just go with the flow. Fantastic. And see how it goes, pretty much. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and then, but I think everything, I think just me working out, staying healthy, eating healthy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did get very sick at the start, which, yeah, which yeah. wasn't the best. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was for the I first. remember that we were at your dad's wedding and I was hungover and you were like, this is how I feel every day yeah. <laughs> without yeah. even like the, I couldn't eat the night before. Like it was all just <laughs> cold foods. Um, yeah, no hot food. Yeah, so that was not fun because that was for the first, I think, fourteen weeks. It was you couldn't even eat meat or no. anything. You were so turned off at hay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but but once I got through that, and like I said, eating healthy and working out, I think it just prepared me for coming into the birth. I mean, in hindsight, you don't know what to expect because you've never done it before. Absolutely. But um, yeah, it was. And I think that's what a big key to birth is: is expecting to not understand what you're going to feel. Yeah. Like you can't think, 
oh, it's going to be a really intense period cramp or it's going to be like that time I had gallstones or something random and I just keep saying to women, no, you don't know what it's going to feel no. like. Like don't have the expectation of what it's going to feel like because it's going to be different and then that's going to mentally freak you out. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I know like, I mean, the last few days because I went a week overdue and it was right. like waiting for those little like signs and and I did I sort of got like lower cramping I'd say but I never got Bruxton Hicks I don't think okay. I was never like, yeah I was yeah. never worried um I yeah just I got severe heartburn towards the end really? it was like the worst yeah I used to have to sit up in bed and just like oh no yeah I just would try and get through that with like plenty of um what do you call the heartburn yeah Yeah, the name escapes me at the moment but yeah absolutely yeah oh yeah and um the one thing though that was really like I was always worried about not worried about but you're just always like conscious about because everyone always says oh is like the movement and feeling you know how they move and you know you have to feel it all the time and especially when they get bigger I mean you feel it lots early days but yeah um as they get bigger you don't feel it as much yeah and I know um um, with the way that my placenta was at the front, I think I didn't feel movement as yeah. like as easy as maybe other people would if it was at the back. Yeah. Um, but I think around 38 weeks, like I sort of like, I used to feel her move every day yeah. at similar times, but then this particular day I didn't feel her move yeah. um, for a while. And, you know, you sort of monitor it for a couple of days. Like I, well, I did it for like probably two days where I was like, oh no, I think that's a movement. And then I was like, no, it's not the same. And then yeah. there was that. Um, and then I rang you, yeah. Um, just sort of starting to stress a bit because I was like, no, I actually feel like I haven't felt her move at all. Yeah. Um, and then you said to go to the hospital just to settle my mind because you know you start to stress a bit and you're like, oh, Absolutely. is it? And then I don't want to make the hospital because at the time it was out of hours. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to make the midwives come in and you know yes. like it's for nothing and yeah, you know, like is it okay? And then you told me to go to the hospital. Yeah. So I was like, yep, just gonna go because. Like I'll sit here and worry about it all night, and Absolutely. then like you said, if if you don't catch them and they're not moving and something is wrong, then it can go pretty downhill pretty yeah. quickly. Um, yeah, and Laura's in Bowen, so it's quite a small hospital, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it was out of full out of hours. Anyway, yeah. so I went in and they call the midwife in and do a check, and <laughs> she was just being a little trickster. And when I went in there, she just moved around like ah. heaps because they put the um, CTG on. Yeah. yeah, they put that on, and then. Um, yeah, she was fine and everything, but, and then the midwife said, no, it's good you came in, like, yeah. don't have to worry about, you know. Oh, good on her for doing that, because I think some, you know, if some, if they were to make you feel bad, that would just be awful. <laughs> yeah, I think I was constantly like, I'm sorry for bringing you in, but, yeah. um, they were like, no, no, it's good, like, you yeah. just come in whenever you feel like you're worried yeah. and things like that, so that was good, and then obviously I went home and happy to be like, nope, it's fine. Yeah. Like, it's fine, she was just yeah. having a quiet period in there, obviously, and didn't yeah. want to move. Yeah. It's so funny how they do that. Like, it could go, yeah, as you said, for two days. And two days is a long time to feel reduced movements. And then all of a sudden you come into hospital and they start jumping around like crazy. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Yeah, it was. And she was moving a lot too. So I was like, felt a bit silly, but not silly in the way that I was having. You know, she was moving now. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then what happened with your birth? Tell us how that started. So, yeah, pretty much I was like, eight days overdue so every day I was waking up going is anything happened yet and like yeah. my family were visiting and um they were you know waiting basically for her to be born and it was like 
is she anything happened yet? I was like, no, because I sort of didn't feel any symptoms at all. Yeah. Like other than like low, you know, pressure and cramping a bit. But I mean, like when you're that big, yeah, you're gonna feel it anyways. So yeah. Um, and then yeah, it was like anything yet? No, no, no. Eight days anyway. So th- that day actually gave birth. I went fishing with dad. Like we were. Oh wow. We went fishing on the rocks and um, yeah, we actually all day we were out just busy around like doing things. Perfect. Didn't feel anything, you know, nothing out of the ordinary. And then yeah. um, got home and then all I did was like, we were downstairs because our house is two story. And I was like, oh, I need to, um, I just got to go to the toilet. Like, yeah, you know, just like normal. normal. And then I walked up the stairs. Just and a I was normal like, five minutely routine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it to the toilet. Like, but it, yeah, it was like a different sensation anyways. And I got to the bathroom and then like, obviously my waters had broken. Okay. And it was pretty obvious. It was obvious that yes. that's what it was. Like it wasn't, yeah, it was like not a not like a gush or like heaps, but it was like, yeah, quite like it was enough to go, Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, and then I sat there for a second. I was like, I think that's what just happened. Yeah. I was like, to my husband and I was like, can you come here please? Like, and then I was like, I think my water's just broke. And then basically from that point, I reckon two minutes, like, yeah, I had my first contraction and I was like, Oh yeah, that this is like, that's yeah, contraction sort of thing, and then I was like, okay, like it doesn't, it's not going to be that, might not be that quick. It could be like another you know, ten minutes or something until another one comes. Yeah, and I was just like, but then like two and a half minutes later, I got another one, and I was like, oh okay, gosh. so this is like happening quite quick, and it went from like two and a half minutes. I think that, that happened three times, and I was like, oh no, I should call the hospital because we're in like a small town. Yeah, um, so I go into Bowen Hospital first, and then they check you out and then you have to go an hour up the road so it was kind of like I need to work out what's going on pretty quickly yeah. because of the drive um, yeah and then they said no come straight in you know we um, like need to check you out and stuff Cause, because it was like so quick like I couldn't yeah. even I mean I had my hospital bag packed and have everything ready but I was like it was that coming that quick that I just sort of yeah, I was Didn't in the right reckon. state of mind. Like, I kept, like, in between them, I was like, I've got to get this, and then another one come, and I'm, like, not thinking straight. And I was like, yeah. I'm sorry, I just, I can't focus on what's going on. I need to yeah. just, like, yeah, obviously, because two minutes is not a very long time in between. No. Um, and then, so we drove straight into Bowen Hospital, <laughs> and I kept, I remember I kept saying, um, as we were driving into the hospital, as I was saying, I was, um, I was like, Amy said to me, it's, pressure not pain and I said to Tom I was like Amy said it's pressure not pain and I was like saying this in the car like pressure not pain this is like early days so like I was like oh I'm gonna be fine yeah anyways and then no no and in the car as well the contractions are so much worse yeah and I was like and then it got worse and worse obviously um and then I got into the hospital and then they checked me out and I was at four and a half I think four centimeters wow. already so that was it within half well it was five o'clock when i went started when my water's broken it was five thirty <gasps> round about when they checked me you so know I what's had... awesome which is what i say in lots of the body balancing stuff is that when your ligaments are all balanced which yours were and you're all fit everything's ready bubby has been sitting in your pelvis for a while yeah. it's not like that's just happened in that half an hour like when you entered labor and your water's broke your cervical was already super soft and stretchy yeah. and yeah, that's fantastic. Because that's I so did cool. actually, um, I didn't say earlier, but I did get two stretch and sweeps oh, leading cool. up because she was yeah. late. She wasn't coming. So, yeah. And they yeah. said when I think there, it was like I was one and a half there. Yeah. So, so I cool. suppose I had gone, yeah, that extra to the four. But, Perfect. But that was in within a half an hour sort of thing. That's so, amazing. Yeah, and then it was a sort of toss up whether 
I drove in the car with Tom because they they said obviously my first baby that um you know you, you will um most likely you'll be fine to drive the, up the road for the hour yeah and then but I was worried just with the history of my mum having quick births and <clears throat> the way I had progressed yeah to that sort of so quickly totally. and, and how regular the contractions were Absolutely. and I wasn't getting a break uh-huh. I was like nah I need to um because they offered me the ambulance to go up and I yeah. was like no I think because a midwife goes with you and um yeah so I definitely. said no we'll take the ambulance yeah mind you that I was... think Tom would have been stoked at that yeah because <laughs> I think driving up the road for an hour would not have been great yes um, he would have been scared he'd have he to would... like help deliver your baby yeah <laughs> and I don't think he would have been able to like concentrate on driving yeah so, um yeah yeah, and then, so anyways, they put me in the ambulance, and this stage, I was just like, I had no break. I was just go, 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 go. Yeah. Like, like you know, what, five contractions in ten minutes, or did they time it like that? I just or? know they were just every two minutes. Wow. Like, yeah. yeah. I can't remember exactly, Nuts. but it was two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, like. Yeah. And I remember I started shaking. I was just like, I couldn't stop the shaking. I was, yeah. from when I hit the hospital, I was just contr- uncontrollably shaking the whole time. Yeah. Um... Yeah, anyway, so I went in the ambulance and I was like obviously in a lot of pain. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the worst thing is is they strap you down in the bed because they because <sighs> you're driving, so you have to get the black straps all put down you and it was like being, you know, in a straight jacket. Uh, and I was like every laying contra- on your back yeah, in labor. Oh. Every contraction I was just like trying to roll onto my side being like, oh, like, you know, oh, it was so painful. Gosh, but we awful. got there, got to Proserpine. Um, they gave me the green whistle in the um, ambulance, which is a bit strange, and um, even a few people like I don't know why they gave that to me. Yeah, it was almost like they, the person, the ambulance officer, didn't know what to do because I was right. like, probably screaming in pain so much. Yeah, that they were just like, oh, do you want the green whistle? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that didn't help it. I think I had like five sucks of it, and I was like, nah, don't even want it anyways. Yeah, um, was it making you feel sick, or yeah, just wasn't doing it? It just wasn't doing anything. Yeah, like, which is true because it's yeah. not supposed to yeah. really block that. Um, and nice then, try. Yeah, and I got into the hospital, and then they said, "Would you like?" Um, so, oh no, they checked me again. Sorry, and I think I was like five centimeters still, um, which so hadn't really progressed that much since leaving Bowen. But then they said, "Oh, do you want gas?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, like no worries, I'll have some gas yeah. like, just to help." Because I was like pretty, pretty worked up. Was, by yeah, then, pretty yeah. yeah, and I was. I was hoping I wasn't too loud, but I think, I don't know what, you sort of don't know what's going on in that stage. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And then well, as soon as I had the gas, I just threw up. Like, it just yeah. didn't agree with me. But I think looking back, it's because they gave me the green whistle. Yeah. And then the gas on top of it just didn't agree with me. Yeah. So, yeah, that was not going to work. Um, Shame. And I had gone into it going, oh, like, I don't want an epidural. Mm. I want to try and do it myself. Mm-hmm. Um but then I said to Tom, if I get to the stage where, like, you can tell I'm just not coping, like, mm. and I say I want it, like, mm. you know, sort of, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, because Which when I... Which is a great conversation to have with your partner beforehand. Yeah. Having those those little conversations, the both of you, so you're both on the same page, is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, super necessary. And then, so anyways, when I got into the hospital, into the birth suite, it was like, I was just trying everything to just calm down because mm. I was getting, I had no break. I was just going boom, boom, boom. And then, um, I tried like, you know, I was trying like up on all fours on the bed. Then I tried sitting on the toilet. Then I tried yeah. being in the, like, actually, no, I didn't try the shower actually. Sorry. Sitting on the, um, gym ball. I was like yeah. on my hands and knees. I was like doing, I was standing beside the bed, like all these different things, just trying to calm myself down and yeah. like get through each contraction. And yeah. it just was not working. And I was like, no, nah, I need the epidural. Like, yeah. 
please. Like, I just yeah. can't. I can't. And I was shaking still the whole time I was shaking. Yeah. Um, was your midwife very calming? How yeah, they were lovely midwives. Yeah, good. They were really, really good. good. Like, they were just... And they were probably the people who... Like, I mean, Tom was there and he was great and stuff. But I think because I was so, like, full on, so quick. Yeah. He sort of was just, like, making sure everything was, like, going on okay. Yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. But he probably he didn't really know what to do. Yeah. Because he yeah. was sort of like, I didn't have that break to, like... He was standing there with me and holding my hand. But um, I was... I, I had my eyes shut the whole time because I was yeah. so just, like... It just wouldn't stop. I was like, just give me a break, please. Just, I need a break. Just, like... Yeah. Just five you know like an extra minute in between contractions is please you know yeah. but it wasn't happening yeah um, and then yeah so anyways they asked the epidural and then because we they live in a small town we were told that it is was this like cross a pine hay yeah yeah we were told that um they were coming but it was actually that the the anethesis was not in the hospital and was half an hour out of town so uh. we had to wait for that um and they che- they checked this is me the middle again. of the night hey uh yeah we're hitting like yeah. Yeah, sort of like late night. Yeah. Um, and then they checked me after I think an hour and a half of being there, I think it was, or yeah. two hours nearly maybe, an hour and a half. Yeah, mind you, I don't know the timing because I was just out of it. not thinking about how long <laughs> things had been. Um, yeah. And then I was already, I went to eight centimetres. So yeah. I really jumped in a short period of time to eight centimetres yeah. as well. So, I, so when I hit Proserpine to then a couple of hours, it went bang. Yeah. Really quickly. Um, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so they did that, and then I'm surprised. Then the, uh, Anitha's come to give me the epidural, and they gave it to me, which I'm surprised they gave it to me because I was um, yeah so far along. Like I, I was pretty much in that transition. Yeah, absolutely, you were hitting that. Um, yeah, and there was a couple of times where I was sitting on the bed, and I was like, I think I need to push. Like I, yeah, like wow. I was like, I need to push, I need to push, and they're like, no, 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 and I was like, no, I need to push, I need to push, like. Is this when you were preparing for the epidural? Yeah, like, because they said you're going to have to sit still for the epidural. And I was, and they're like, they they were even saying, I don't think she's going to be able to sit still. Yeah. Um, Because I, but now I look back at it, like, I was probably pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, do it anyways. And then they gave, they gave me the epidural and it didn't kick in. Like, it just wasn't working for ages. And they're like, oh, it could take up to 20 minutes. And, um, and then I remember one side was working. And yeah, the other side still wasn't. So it was like I was like, "What's the even point of me having this? Like, I shouldn't yes. even have had it. Like, it's not even working." You know, I just yeah. put did this for nothing, sort of thing. And then, yeah, um, and then all of a sudden it did kick in. Cool. And I was like, "Yeah," I just like remember just going, "Oh my gosh, it's a break." Oh, finally, then, yeah, <laughs> some deep breaths. Yeah, and I just I think the shaking stopped, and I just chilled. And then she checked me, and she's like, "Oh, you're at ten centimeters now." <laughs> And I was like, can I just lay here for, like, five minutes, please? And just, yes. like, just enjoy Absolutely. this, like, calm. I said, because I haven't had peace since the start. Yeah, And this is, like, I think I'm coming towards midnight um, at this stage. Yeah. And I was like, can I just, just let me... And she's like, yeah, no worries. Like, she's yeah. like, we're going to have to start pushing, like, pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but the, and then they turn the epidural down so you can feel your contractions again. Right. Just to a, enough that you can just um, say no when to push. Cause yeah. Then, which is good because then you're not like fully numb yeah. that you don't know what's going on. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And then she said like then it was like radio start pushing and um, it was weird without with an epidural because you obviously can't feel a lot. Mm. You know when to push but mm. you know it's pretty numb. And then. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then. So Tom held a leg 
one of my legs like I had my yeah. legs up I was on my back because you have to go on your back once you get the epidural and then yeah. um, another midwife held my other leg and then I pushed and I think it took me 28 minutes wow. to push um, Fantastic. total which is basically like, which was good I think yeah. what they said so that's that's yeah short especially yeah. for a first time mum this is all very quick for a first time mum um, yeah. and unexpected just like yeah unexpected yeah um yeah and then she was born that there, there was a little bit of a I think her heart rate dropped um a little bit and it was kind of like you're up to your last sort of push before we're gonna have to intervene with something like wow. whether it'd be like forceps I don't know yeah. what it would have been but they said oh because they got the doctor in and was like you're gonna have to this is your last sort of chance right um and then lucky she was so I didn't really have to yeah get them to do anything fantastic um, and then yeah, that, well, we weren't finding out what we were having either. So then when she was born, um, yeah. I was like, oh, what is it sort of thing? And then they're like, oh, no, we don't tell you what it is. Like, you know, you your husband look. has to go over and have a look. And then yeah. he went over and was like, oh, it's a girl, you know. Where did he um, go? Where was that? Just, well, at, at uh, the you know, they take it, take her to... The resuscitator, did they? Um, no, 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 the, um, what do you call it? Just where they like where the heat lamp is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they basically okay. they they because they cut the cord and just took her straight over there. I think maybe because her like the heart ah, rate was dropping or something. Okay. Pre- that from what I remember, that little section was pretty quick. Like they right. sort of just went boom, boom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like they showed they showed different ways yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Tom went straight over and right. um, said it. So it was good. And then she got straight, brought straight back over to me and put on my chest. Sort of that would have been such a cool moment. Yeah. Was it nice? It was yeah. so beautiful. It was just yeah. like, it was just really weird. And she like had a little, cry, like not a little cry, but just like a little whimper yeah. sort of thing. And from the, that first day, her neck control, like she looked straight up and was able to like yeah. have a little look around and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's um, so cute. And then they, obviously you have like, you know, skin to skin time. And then during yeah. that time, um, I'm obviously getting cleaned up and they had to get the placenta out. I think it was like maybe five, ten minutes later. Not easy. Easy. Not even that. So good. They just said, oh, no, you're going to have to just have a few more pushes to get the placenta out. And I yeah. think within like two pushes, the placenta so was out. Good. Sort of thing, and they're like, oh, it's all done. Um, I did have a second degree tear. Yeah, okay. From her because she put her arm up. Oh, she put her face. arm up. That's right. Yeah, right at the end. Like she just like put her arm oh up. Gosh. And then to that, that wasn't very fun but that's okay you just get stitched yeah. up and, uh, because it's so like in the moment with the baby yeah. and stuff you don't even and I had the exactly. epidural too so I couldn't really feel what was going on and yeah I was just you know in the moment with Tom and yeah um, with Abby and stuff so yeah um in that little Appertons feel how yeah cute. yeah it was so yeah. nice there's nothing I don't think there's anything like it so yeah oh 100% hey no. 100% um, yeah, and then so they got all got, I got all sorted and stuff, and then by that stage, epidural pretty much was wearing off. Yeah, um, but I couldn't walk yet, so they still put you in like a wheelchair just to right. take you to the like to your room and everything. And um, yeah, they did like so you have a, I think I had about like one or two hours with skin to skin time just lying Perfect. there. Perfect. Did you breastfeed in in the birth suite? Yeah, still they put they time? put her after probably like a few minutes, like maybe ten minutes or so. They put yeah. her like on the boob straight away yeah um which she like was took to pretty yeah. quickly she yeah. was pretty good with that the latch was pretty good um, yeah yeah and then you you'd sit you probably have a couple of hours that i reckon you just like doing that by the time they clean you up and get absolutely sorted, and then leave you, they leave you for a bit and then they go okay we'll take you to your room absolutely um yeah and then we just went to the room and um just basically started parenting yes <laughs> So we had a crack, hey? Yeah, and she was like awake every couple of hours for feeding. Like, well, actually, it was probably like pretty every hour for a little while. Like, she's just, yeah. And I think it's getting used to being breastfed, yeah, as well. And um, 
just getting used to all that sort of thing and absolutely yeah we just spent time in the room tried to get sleep because by she was born so it took a total of seven hours the birth yeah seven hours total from Perfect. start to finish which was pretty quick very quick time. so when you breastfed how did you run into any issues with it or did you need oh actually i remember you sort of telling me about the biological nurturing hold where you just sort of really relaxed with babes when you got oh home. yeah so when i was at the hospital they just like lap like put the baby on um, yeah not forcefully, but it's just sort of like trying to teach the baby to obviously like latch and learn mm. that's where you got to go to feed and everything, mm-hmm. um, which was like, it worked like at the hospital, but obviously you've never breastfed before. So, you know, like your nipples and stuff need to get used to Absolutely. like the whole like, process and it's very different. Um, yeah. And it's obviously not, wasn't a natural thing because yeah. you never had anything needing to feed off you Absolutely. before and now you do. So you need to adjust, have that adjustment period, which I expected, you know, you to have some like bruising and yes. you know, things like that. But That um, friction sort of feeling on the nipples, even with yeah. perfect latches, you're always going to get that friction, hey, yeah. initially. Then, yeah, so then we went home and it was going okay. Um, it was like obviously hurting, like it wasn't like the most comfortable feeling yeah. breastfeeding for the first few days. and Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, stick it out. Like, it's fine. You know, Legend. That's the point of it. Um, you've got to get used to it and everything. And she's got to get used to it too. Like, she doesn't yeah. feed it herself. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then, so, yeah, anyway, so the first couple of days we were just going good and it was hurting and stuff. But then it just started getting, like, a lot sorer. Yeah. I was using like the gel pads and everything. Like they're lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't so they good. beautiful? And just like even, and plus, and then, oh, then my milk came in and, um, I got like really bad engorgement, like, right. which is like not very comfortable at all. Yes. Um, and be- and also because like I was still, she was getting used to feeding. So it was very uncomfortable for her to feed, but then I was engorged. So then, yes. um, that wasn't like, it was a bit hard. Did you do anything to sort of help the engorgement? I or? just had... You just do, like, your heat pack before you feed. Yes. Feed. Then I put cold on straight away, like, Perfect. after with the gel pads. So, Perfect. So um, that's even really good stuff for the listeners to hear as well. Yeah. Yeah, like, I Perfect. just followed that routine a lot. And, um, but then after, I think it was maybe three days, yeah, I ended up getting mastitis. Right. So that was, like... I forgot about that. That was horrible. I just Awful. remember waking up in the middle of the night, like, just fully engorged and in so much pain, being, like... Yeah. This is not good, you know, like I was just, it wasn't, and the only way to release it was like to get her to feed and obviously, yeah. you know, get some milk out. Um, but I ended up going to the hospital and having to go on antibiotics because it was just yeah. like, I got it in both sides. IV antibiotics? No, just tablets. Yeah. You got it on both sides. Yeah. Wow. I remember it's just like, there's like a big red patch you get and it's just, and it's really hard. Yeah. And and I got the full fever. Like I was on full, um, like I think my temperature went to like 40 and I was in wow. there like shivering and stuff. So it wasn't a fun experience, Awful. but I kept saying to myself. Just one more day. Yes. One more day. And I was like, why do people do this? Like, I'm yes. going to give up. Like, I can't do this anymore. And I was like, yeah. one more day, one more day, one more day. That's and perfect. Like, one step at a time. Just yeah. don't look at the whole it's picture. Hard. One step at a time. Good yeah. job. And it's one of the hardest things that you like. It's hard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And, it, and the mastitis itself, I was like, it's almost as painful as, like, giving birth. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, like, it's horrible. So. Trying to... Is it the particular part, trying to feed on a mastitis breast? Is that, like, what the worst um, part was? Or or even without the feeding? Yeah, I swear, it's probably that. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, every time she feeds, the whole time, every suck, it's like, ooh, like, it's sore. Yeah. Um, but you need them to feed to help you, you know? Like, and Absolutely. you need to try and get them, them um, like, clogged ducts and stuff moving and everything. Did you so. ever fully pump? 
No. Okay. Um, I did use the Haka. It's like yes. the, the suction one, and that did help. But then I stopped using that because I was a bit worried um, that it was making me a bit more engorged yes. and like filling me up a bit more. So I kind of stopped doing that and just went off with her feeding. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I was feeding like the normal hold just like in front. And then I tried the football hold, you know, on the side, yeah. and that helped for a little bit. Um, and then I actually came across on Facebook – um, just like a page, a breastfeeding page, and it was called like the Thompson Method. Yeah. And, um, I found it really fascinating that – so it was just like basically instead of you trying to like f- push the baby onto – like onto the boob, mm. you let them find like find mm. it themselves. And yeah. And I just sort of started doing that. And then from when I started doing that, whether it was that or whether it was just that it was getting better, I'm not sure. But yes. um, yeah, it was really successful. And Fantastic. now I'm still breastfeeding at five, like nearly five months. Legend. So. <laughs> Yeah, Legend. so we got there in the end. Yes. Um, it's always a journey. It's yeah. Breastfeeding's hard work. Yeah, it's and it's hard tiring. Work. Even though it's so natural, so beautiful, all that sort of stuff, it doesn't come easy for the majority of people. No. Yeah. And, and like I said too, um, so like the, your husband can't, you know, fully help. Like you're there. Yeah. If you want to breastfeed, like you can't go anywhere. Like it's you, you are, yeah. you know, the source of nutrition and um, – yeah, you just—it's very demanding, yeah. but it's like, like beautiful at the same time. I it's see like, exactly. You know, yeah. you, it's a lot you, of pressure. The bonding and yeah, the connection you get with your baby too when you're breastfeeding, like yes. you know, it's nothing like it. So amazing, <laughs> hey, yeah. amazing. But um, yeah, and so still breastfeeding. I I'd like to keep going as long as possible. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going day by day. I'm just yeah, and she'll probably tell you like you said yeah. you started on solids and all that. Not sort sure of about thing, teeth. So. Yeah. <laughs> not sure about teeth yet we haven't got to that stage yet but um we'll see how we go when we get there yeah but um yeah I'm just taking it day by day yeah with her and yeah perfect perfect so a couple of quick questions for you you may not have an answer for this one but what was the hardest thing to give up in your pregnancy whether it be or even reduce whether it be coffee or soft cheeses or alcohol so food anything anything that you had to stop in pregnancy or would it, was it even a type of thing? I'd probably say it's actually um, riding my horses. Fair call. Yeah. Fair call. Yeah. That would be a hard That was hard because I had to – I mean, they didn't complain about the break, but, yeah, yeah. Like not riding was um, probably my hardest thing. Yeah. yeah, even more mentally probably and, yeah. and physically. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And um, so you pretty much answered this question, but are you the type to find out the sex of your baby or not? No. No. And, and I recommend not. Because yeah, it's yeah, there's nothing like it. I mean, I don't like surprises, and I usually like you know always <laughs> find out things and before you know yes, like, I yeah get told the surprise before it happens. But I waited for that one, and it was yes. so worth it. It was just uh, yeah, there's nothing like it. Amazing. And I would do it again for the next one. I wouldn't find out. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's really yeah. special. Yeah, and awesome. I think it gives um your partner something, you know, to like. Yeah. It's that they get to experience it too, you know, like because they don't get the pregnancy part, but not to find out what it is, and then they're in the room, and it's like something that they get to experience, I think, as well. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. That's so true. That's so true. And what would your biggest tip to birth simply be? Birth simply, I think, look after yourself, Mm -hmm. stay as healthy as you can, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think exercise. I I think that, honestly, only to what you you know you're used to and comfortable yeah. with, but I think like if you can stick to those sort of things, it can help. It helps Huge. drastically. You know, you're not. Yeah, yeah, 
100%. Because you're in your best self if you're healthy and, yeah. um, and you know, and you, you get moving and you're not just sitting around, you know. Yeah. I think that, well, for me, that was a big thing. Absolutely. yeah. Makes a huge difference yeah. for labour, for sure. Yeah. And um, what would your biggest tip to parents simply be? Take day by day as it comes. It'll always change. Yes. <laughs> you can't day, control every, it. No, every day is different. <laughs> Um, I think don't, don't let stress get on top of you because mm-hmm. yeah, just cause stress can create a, like a worse environment. And I think stress mm. your baby out too. Mm. Um, but I think, yeah, just go with the flow and mm-hmm. I think some routine routine is definitely good. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, especially like the babies do respond to routine. Absolutely. hundred um, percent. But you can't, yeah, you, you can't control everything and things will change. Mm. And their routine will warp and move yep. each day too, yeah. Yeah, so literally just, yeah, day by day. <laughs> so good. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining That's us okay. on the podcast. I hope some people get, you know, good things out of it. And, Heaps yeah. of good stuff. Heaps of good stuff. Awesome. Thank you. No worries. Now that's a wrap to our March birth story. I really hope you enjoyed and I feel for me the biggest takeaway lesson from this birth story was the importance of exercise in pregnancy. So that has led to this month's evidence-based article to be about exercise in pregnancy and we talk about all the different options that you can do and um, the research that's behind it. One of the exercises we go through in the article is pregnancy yoga. And as I'm sure a lot of you are aware, I here at Atherton's Families teach pregnancy yoga combined with midwifery education um, every single Sunday. So if you're interested, pop on over to my website, appertonsfamilies.com and click on the pregnancy yoga tab. Thanks and I'll see you next time.